Hello, this is Hope, and you're listening to Covert Castaway. Welcome to my weekly diary of what I learn and how I cope with transitioning to life as a liveaboard cruiser. So this week, we get to talk about our new new plan. After thinking about all of the options and monitoring the situation, we've decided to go ahead and buy airplane tickets. And we'll talk about that on um, this week's podcast and also what's going on with the boat and a few other updates. Okay, so let's talk about our new, new plan uh, for how we're going to get to France and finally meet our boat. So, um, yeah, let's catch everybody up on what the deal is. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, or countdown or... Timer says, I think, only eight days or something. It does? I haven't looked at it That's lately. That's something we set up 400 plus days ago. But that was all based on the mid-June departure. Right. And uh, that kind of got scratched a couple of months back mm-hmm. because of COVID-19. And our plot twist plan was to just sit tight Potentially through the summer, because at that point in time, COVID had everybody kind of sitting still. So, yeah, I think what we were we're looking at different scenarios, and the most likely we thought was well, Europe is not going to open up July and August because that's when people go on vacation, that's when people move, and you know you have more traffic, and then you have the risk of you know having a resurgence of the virus. So. We really thought July and August will probably not be possible. So the best case scenario we were planning for was like, okay, let's say France opens up on September 1st. Then we will continue with the plan just with kind of a two and a half months delay. To try to get a shakedown together and then get the boat maybe moved. Yeah, Yeah, the focus then was, well, let's get, if it doesn't happen during the summer, and if it opens up in September 1st, then we will go do a shakedown. And the goal of that shortened season will be to at least bring the boat to the Somewhere. Eastern Med. Yeah. And then we will come back here. And then in the spring, at least, you know, we will be further Set ahead. Up. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then we were looking also at another option. And if it was not September 1st, but October 1st, then we were like, okay, that's too short of a season then we will probably continue until the spring next year, meaning continue to work, continue to yeah. normal life. Yeah. But we obviously, like everybody, we've been monitoring the news and, and the trend has been positive right. for France and other European countries and countries in the Med. Right. So two weeks ago, I guess, we made the decision, okay, we're going to go for it. Right. And um, yeah, because that's where we left off everybody is sort of we were we were sitting and waiting and then um, things started to open up and we're like, okay, let's do it. But France still isn't open to international travel. So we're in a little bit different situation because you are a French national. Uh, I'm married to you, but I'm not a dual citizen like you Mm. are. So we sort of are taking a risk. Yeah. So the. And, and so we were in contact with the consulate 
hoping that they will say, yes, you will get a green light. No problem. Yeah. Come on in. <laughs> and of course, this never but happens. But it's always kind of a gray area. So on one side, me being a French national and us being married should allow us to get yeah. into the country. However, during this time, it has to be for imperious reasons. So that means a death in the family, somebody, you know, really sick or caring for somebody who needs, you know, assistance, yeah. those reasons. So, and and even if we explain a good reason to the consulate, they're still saying basically the agent, the immigration yeah. agent will be the person deciding. Yeah, so we could, I could get through... Uh, the airport, I could even get on the plane, everybody's yeah. fine with the passport, we fly, that's all well and good, we land, and the guy says, no dice, and you need to go home. Like, yeah. that could yeah. possibly happen. So, there, there is a yeah. risk, yeah, that's what we're yeah. saying. So, now, the, since we've made the decision, the trend continues to be positive, and uh, I don't have the exact dates, but I think uh, Europe, between the European countries, so they have a date as when they're going to open the borders. It's like mid borders. or late June or something, yeah. that's what they're saying. And there are also um, uh, some discussions about opening up to known to uh, for people to travel coming from outside the Schengen countries. So we might be... A little early for that. That's okay because when we booked the tickets, mm. there weren't a lot of people booked on the flights. So in yeah. one way, I'd rather leave when there's not a lot of people on the flights than leave later well, I mean, when they're... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And also at the time, I guess, because we initially booked t- reserved the ticket and because the price was pretty good at yeah. this time of the year to fly to Europe, uh, it's usually like two thousand dollars, yeah, coming from the west coast yeah. of the U.S. And that was like a thousand dollars. So we said, okay, let's reserve the ticket, and for twenty-four hours. And twenty-four hours later, the price had already increased by two hundred and fifty dollars right. per ticket. Right. So that kind of also Locked us forced, <laughs> forced us yeah. to say, okay, let's let's just finalize that. Yeah. So the, our situation is a little unique, so it may not apply to a lot of listeners in terms mm-hmm. of like what we're trying to do. But I think what does apply is just, you know, once we sort of turned a corner, and we're like, okay, we're going to take this risk on, then suddenly you mm-hmm. had to quit your job. You know, suddenly it was like in our face, okay, this is the day we're leaving. Yeah. And, and I think while we still worked on some stuff between the time where our date, our mid-June date was not anymore in the plan. Uh, suddenly, we have a new date, and that new date is like very, not very far away. And now but it's, it's only like, two weeks late when you think about what we were yeah. originally planning. So in the grand scheme of things... But because there was yeah. the unknown, suddenly a lot of little things need to be, needs to be done. And they piled so, up, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, and simple things like doctor appointment, dentist appointments, we've, which we haven't been able to do because right, they were closed. They are starting to open up. So we're starting to be able to do those appointments. However, we're in South Lake Tahoe. Our doctors and dentists are in the Bay Area, so that means have to we get have doctors, to. Yeah. Well, we have to also, like right now, drive and logistically, yeah. like go down to the Bay Area. But so, it's been really weird too, because even things that you would have thought we would have been able to get done while the shutdown was happening, you know, 
we needed our last will and testament notarized for for example and mm. they're closed like yeah. nobody's doing that so there's still some bits and pieces that need that, to be wrapped that, up yeah in yeah. any case we were not able to move mm-hmm. forward but then yeah. yeah about my job yeah so i think it's another event in this story for like for people who are who are thinking like hey you know let's go cruising and the first thing when at least for me, that comes to mind when it's like, it's go cruising. It's like seeing yourself at anchor and seeing yourself like, you know, in not working basically <laughs> in trade winds. Well, you don't think about it this way. Yeah. You're saying like, yeah, I mean the cruising lifestyle, you know, meeting with other cruisers and traveling in some places that are remote. And so you're thinking about all that, but suddenly it's another event like, okay, selling your house or, you know, you know, doing some major things that, that's all that that's what that means what's you make the decision yeah. and then even if you know you're going to have to quit your job you're never prepared until you're like holy crap like i need to quit my job i, I need to quit my job <laughs> and then once yeah. you talk to your boss and your team then you realize whoa so i won't have a job i won't have a salary yeah <laughs> and it's now like it sort make, of triggers all these other yeah reality kind of, yeah like you're faced with reality not just the, the the positive things about you know the cruising lifestyle but suddenly okay some of the uncertainties or, or so how do you feel about not having a job um it's I mean <laughs> on one side it sounds silly people might think like oh that sounds awesome yeah <laughs> but. All your life, you've been told, yeah. you know, get a job, make some money, you know, retire, you know, get your Provide benefits. for your family, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and suddenly, um, yeah, that's that's counter to everything you've been taught by society. Yeah. So your brain is like having a hard time to adjust. Yeah. So I think the way I was making sense of it is, well, I mean, uh, once once we move on the boat... I mean, that's going to be another reality check. But I think, you know, suddenly we'll be able to focus on things that are going to really actually move things forward. Like, okay, you raise the sales, you do this, you do that. And that's part of the The work work that you need to do. And then you're busy. Uh, But right now, yeah, that's a strange Yeah, you came in and you go, oh, my God, I'm not going to have a job. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you'll have a job. You'll have a job on the boat. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah. And, yeah, and that's something you kind of forget, too, like, you know, that people will cruise uh, full time. It's work, yeah. It's says between, you know, um, doing passage planning and monitoring the weather and and fixing stuff. It's mm-hmm. basically what people say, it's mm-hmm. a full-time job. And it's still something hard to comprehend, especially that we're getting a new boat. And, and obviously we know new boats, you know, it's they have issues. Yeah. <clears throat> But you're thinking, okay, you know, everything is new. <laughs> it's working. Yeah, no. It has warranty. And you're thinking like, okay, you know, yeah. we're starting in, in a good position. But the, the reality is that you, you're going to have to yeah. take care of it. And I want to talk more about, uh, give an update on the boat and who's taking care of it and what we're doing there. Uh, and I want to save the job stuff for a, an upcoming podcast mm-hmm. talking about all of that quitting work and all of that. I, I think that's important to cover. So let's give everybody an update on what's going on with the boat. Mm-hmm. So um, when you left in a hurry, it was on the hard, 
it got broken into, which we did a podcast about. Mm-hmm. We went back and forth with the broker who was trying to wiggle out of some stuff that happened. But anyway, mm-hmm. here we are. Um, and then what we decided to do was hire someone who's there Mm-hmm. to also help us get the boat handed over and set up because the manufacturer is going to hand the boat over no matter what to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so somebody has to be there, but we're not there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got someone awesome uh, that we're excited about mm-hmm. who is familiar with our boat. Mm-hmm. And so we gave him this big handover checklist. We mm-hmm. have all of the things, but it's so scary because you spend years like making these decisions on all these little parts Mm -hmm. and then you sort of have to trust this third party Mm -hmm. you know so i don't know how do you feel about that well on on the one way um in in this there obviously some some events that are not going our way and in many people's way but in this case, uh, this person, Loic, um, is based in La Rochelle and was, has been living for the past two years on the same boat, on the same right. model. So because of COVID-19, he's basically back in France and back in La Rochelle, which turns out to be positive for us. For because, us, yeah. I mean, we have two options. Either whenever we get there, we um, do the handover and then we work on both projects, you know, to do on both projects that we want to do before we leave La Rochelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, the boat is new to us. We are kind of new to a lot of stuff. So that's going to take more time. And suddenly we have this. So we're going to leave a little later. Also, what we didn't talk about is where we get to France. We're going to have to do a self-quarantine, self-quarantine of 14 yeah, I was days. Mention that. So that's going to, even if we get there early July, uh, I guess we didn't mention the date, but we're yeah. flying on June 29th. So even if we're there early July, until mid-July, we're going to be constrained. So Well, we'll have plenty of do- to do on the boat. On the boat, yeah. yeah. But there will be things that you need to do like off the boat and, and you know, will be more limited. So, so on one way, having Loic over there, he's 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 a professional. He knows the boat more than we know the boat. He knows the tweaks to do too. Yeah. You know, there's obviously some projects we thought we were going to be able to do ourselves that he's going to help us with. But also, mm-hmm. having lived on on a new boat mm-hmm. that also just came out, he knows the tweaks that need yeah. to happen. Yeah. yeah. And for us, I mean, you know, those projects sure that would be nice to do, but. We have so many other things to learn about the yeah. boat, about the systems, about, you know, we'll probably have to deal with some issues like everybody. So um, so we decided to basically, while we are still here and while we'll be in quarantine and so forth, like, you know, there'll be a kind of a month delay to maybe our original plan, uh, then to hire him to get going with other, with those projects yeah, and do the handover. So we maximize the or cruising season right. um, in the med. Uh, this yeah, so the handover uh, is a is a weird process. Um, you know, officially the boat's ours when we pay for the boat, which mm-hmm. is when he leaves the factory. Well, it's and, and it's two weeks before it actually goes in goes to the commissioning agent. So it comes mm-hmm. out of the factory, it sits there and waits for itself to be transported at, over to the commissioning agent. So that's when the boat is yours. Mm-hmm. But it's not really yours. No. And then, <laughs> as we found out. It's yours because you paid for you it. You paid for it, but, but you don't you have, have possession of the it. boat. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But allegedly, you're responsible for the boat. Mm-hmm. So then 
this other work happens by the commissioning agent, and then and then the handover happens from the commissioning agent on behalf of the broker who's not in La Rochelle. They're in the U.S. because mm-hmm. that's where we bought the boat from. Mm-hmm. And so it's the commissioning agent really doing the handover with a representative from the broker, and then Louis, who's our who's the third party, yeah. who's who's acting on our behalf. So the uh, handover is sort of, you know, first checking that everything we bought is on the boat mm-hmm. from things like... All the FP options yeah. and all the commissioning options. Yeah, and all the little, you know, like bed slats and, you know, all mm-hmm. these little parts. Um, and then they go out the next day, right? And they uh, do, well, may, might be the same day. Yeah, if, if the yeah. weather allows and, yeah, the same And that's day. when they test all the systems. So basically and, one is an inventory, mm-hmm. making sure that everything that's supposed to be on the boat or has been installed on the boat is being in, as, mm-hmm. is there. And the second part is checking that it's functioning. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and it's been interesting because um, even just, you know, Luik's a great guy. He's got a lot of good references. Um, but it's this really unnerving feeling to think about, you know, this person basically has your boat, mm-hmm. has the keys to the boat, mm-hmm. um, has the registration to the boat, because mm-hmm. the registration has to be with the boat. It's going to take the boat out. And it's going to take the boat out. And... <laughs> You know, and you're there, like okay, you know, far away, and we're in a different country. I don't know. It's just yeah. really makes yeah. me feel uneasy. Yeah. And he and he's kind of loose about it, you know, like um, yeah, French style. Yeah, it's French style, you know. And I'm I'm going flow. with it, you know, but it's just it's just different, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not anything you would see in the U.S., yeah. you know. So, um, but I'm I mean I feel really good about him. I feel really yeah. good about you know given the circumstances, and he's been super great to yeah, communicate yeah. with and everything. So that's yeah, that, that's that's one thing is. Uh, he's great. Mm. Uh, and it's easy, easy to talk to, and, and yeah. Uh, we, we, yeah. So I yeah. think uh, you know that's part of you know uh, you can do everything yourself, yeah. and um, or if you want to you know maximize time and knowing that you know you yeah. have, until you leave on the boat and then you can learn faster. But until then, yeah, it's going to be uh, helping us. So now we've been as the boat's kind of finishing up its you know uh, commissioning and repair. Um, mm-hmm. and we got the copper coat put on, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we've been now obsessing with, okay, if we're going to, cause I thought, oh, okay, we'll go over there and then I'll buy sheets and over there and I'll buy this over there. Mm-hmm. But I forget that things may not be fully open. And also, you know, even here online on Amazon, trying to get stuff delivered here, stuff's out of stock cause supply chain's mm-hmm. out. So we are concerned about getting kind of everything we need. Um, so we've been obsessing about um, our final shipment of stuff uh, mm-hmm. that needs to go somewhere in France so we can get it when, when we get there. Because it, for two weeks, we won't be able to actually do do that. We yeah. won't be able to go places. Well, plus then you need a car. Yeah. And um, so, it, and, and every time you go to the store, I mean, they, you know, you might, you're going to have to buy what they have. They're going to buy, know? yeah, And exactly. it's going to take time to go from one store to the other. So in one way, obviously, Amazon is convenient. Uh, so we're hoping to try to get, you know, yeah. uh, stuff shipped to my yeah. parents or directly to La Rochelle. So to get a little bit of a head start. And, and, and again, another advice that people give all the time is 
everything you can do in La Rochelle, <laughs> do it in La Rochelle. There's a lot of shops, too. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of different things. I mean. right, and that's true for um, shopping, for stuff mm-hmm. for, for, you know, day-to-day or what you need on, on the boat to, to leave, but also for boat stuff. Yeah. Because suddenly, I mean, well, I guess in, in, in our case, I speak French, so it's a little bit easier, but you, you have access to a lot of people. And, and I guess in August, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but usually they close. So we have this window to get stuff done. And once you move to another country, then neither of us are going to speak the language. And we don't know the, at least with right. share, we've been there a couple of times. And so it's basically our goal is like, okay, let's try to do as much as possible to, you know, to provision right as much as possible i just i'm so sick of buying stuff you know i gotta say i'm I'm sort of yeah i just kind of feel like at some point we'll just get on the boat and we'll deal with it and we'll pick this up if we need it or that Mm -hmm. up if we need it and if this isn't right then we'll worry about it later i kind of just have reached the point where i kind of don't care and i'm still working too uh which is a again i think that's a topic for another day but um, well, and the other thing is going to be interesting this summer. I mean, yeah, I mean, one, you're working, so uh, we're going to have to figure out how we Wi-Fi. Move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wi-Fi, cellular coverage, how we move and when we move. But, you know, if that was the only thing to, to worry about, that would be one thing. But being on a boat, you have to worry about the weather. You sure, have to yeah. worry about the visa issue also because we're yes. planning to get you a long-term stay visa. But now, but we can't do that days. because nobody's giving them out right now. So, so, yeah. so now we have to also plan our trip with, you know, <laughs> kind of around yes. those non-Schengen countries and staying some days. So, it's so, so, it's so funny, be, you know, uh, as I reflect on that too, I mean, even... Probably I'd, I need to go back and listen to some of the podcasts I did earlier about visas. And mm-hmm. I mean, I was really stressed out about that stuff mm-hmm. and worried about, oh, are we going to have enough time? And where are we going to go? And all all the stuff. And now I'm kind of like, oh, we'll just figure it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel like you got it. I don't know. Maybe I'm turning French. Maybe that's, maybe. that's good. That's good. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's sort of our plan. And then once we get over there, you know, what, what we figure is the worst case scenario would be we are able to you know, be in France, go from La Rochelle into the Med to southern France, and at least it's in France. But it's looking like we'll be able to go across to other countries and other ports at some point. And yeah. um, best case, we're going to try to make it over as far East as we can. Um, eventually, you know, we wanted to get set up to have a season in Greece. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Turkey may be a place or somewhere else. So yeah. we're going to figure that out. Turkey yeah. has to be part of it because, you know, being mm-hmm. non-Schengen country. Mm-hmm. And so, There's a couple other places yeah. to stop, but I yeah, mean, yeah. But limited. And yeah. then, you know, we don't know the rules yet for each of those countries. So I think right. the worst case, it's more we're staying on the west coast of France. That's yeah, really, that's the, so yeah. we might, instead of going south, <laughs> then we will go north, north to and, around Brittany yeah. um, and then come back to maybe La Rochelle. And at least we will have, right. you know, gained some knowledge about the boat. And then in the spring, And I will have practiced my French. Yeah, yeah. So, so. there will be some other benefits. <laughs> some so that that's kind of the, 
the worst case, I guess, as, I, as we see it. Yeah. But, but hopefully, uh, new countries are going to continue to open up to cruisers. And if we see that the trend is positive, then we'll, we'll make a run for it for sure. Right. And I guess um, what we have also been working on, just having a bit more time, is... It sounds really dumb and unimportant, but our artwork. Yeah, no, it's, it's not, kind of it's fun. That's been fun because I kind of slapped together a logo and was like, "Oh, this is good enough. It's fine." And we had tried to. Well, it's one of those things where you buy this brand new boat and you spend a lot of money, and suddenly, like you know, something very visual that you're going to see every day, you know, in the cockpit, you might put a logo, you, you, with your dinghy, you come back to your boat and other people see your boat and, and, you know, you want it to, to look like it's your like boat. Like it's yours. It's not like another Because the boats white, come out, right. The boats yeah. come out and they're kind of like Ikea boats. Like they kind of look like every other. Yeah. I mean, it's. FP they're all, boat. They're manufactured well, boats. So. FP Lagoon others. Yeah. They're yeah. All they're all the same. Hulls. They're all white, you know, yeah. boats. And I mean, some people do pretty, you know, big deal stuff to them and huge wraps and things like that. And those all look great, but they're super expensive. So having something, though, to make it yeah. look identifiable was really cool. So and, and that's we're looking at it from the outside, too. But we've talked also about in the inside because they also look like every other boat. Same, you know, yeah. it's like every wall is white. So we're going we're to have figure to find, out, you yeah. know, maybe we will To slap. make it a home. You know, <laughs> I mean, it sounds really stupid, but it's sort of yeah. if you want it to feel like it's homey yours yeah. yeah on the outside and the inside yeah. so so yeah no the, you talk, talk about the artwork yeah so we lucked out because someone gave us an, a reference for a graphic designer who used to also sail mm-hmm. and she's amazing mm-hmm. incredible and worked with us and I cannot believe what she came out with so yeah. um yeah, I'm excited to show that to people at some point and um we're super happy yeah. You know, and, and it, we also get a chance to get some decals made to go on the outside of the boat that are nice. Um, and it's kind of interesting because this person is based in Spain. You know? Right. And so we haven't met. Everything has been through the internet. She's uh, been incredible. So There hasn't been even like phone conversations. No, I haven't Everything even talked to her. Been, yeah, yeah, it's all been email. So uh, maybe we'll stop by in Spain. And yeah. I don't know where she's exactly based. Yeah. But, but we're looking back. I mean, the original logo that you had created that looked at the time it's like okay it was you know, okay I yeah, mean yeah. It, it just was what it and, was and, but it was like a logo and, and then suddenly it was like yeah but suddenly and it know. was so frustrating for me because I'm in marketing right yeah. so I, I'm kind of thinking oh we can find somebody and we tried like Fiverr and some other little yeah. things and it was just never right yeah. and um, this is where I really appreciate you pushing on that because you're you're like I could have I could have kind of lived with it like it's fine, yeah. Even though it was secretly eating me inside, but you're like, no, no, we can do better. We can yeah, do better. I, mean, I was it, like, it oh. was like, I mean, it's because I, I was really frustrated about the whole. I mean, thing. there's so many steps, yeah, you know, and so many hurdles, and in the end, you're like, okay, let's just put a logo, and and then it's it's also a requ- not a requirement, but the name becomes a requirement. So it's like, okay, the, let's the do stickers logo, go on the boat, and it needs to be done, yeah. and you're like, okay, let's get it done, and and literally the the. Uh, guy at the boatyard uh, put black oh, tape yeah. on the back because well, we had electric, to submit electrical it. Tape. Electrical yeah. tape on the back with the name of the boat because we had to submit it for the registration, but, yeah, but the design wasn't that, done yeah. yet. Yeah. 
And so. that was that was good enough, which... It looks so hokey, though. It's like it, so dumb. Yeah, but on one way, it gave us time. Right. Because otherwise, you're like, okay, you go with somebody, print it, and then you're like, okay, why redo then it? Then you just did some stupid so, thing, yeah. So on one way, it was, it was the right approach. And because that was good enough with, for the registration to have the name with electrical tape, <laughs> and, um, and then the, inside the boat, also the, the markings. A plaque, yeah. But um, but then it, yeah it gives us time and and then looking back it's like that first iteration of the logo so that was your first iteration of the logo then when we talked to that person that was the first round and and we thought oh that looks it's so much, much better. better but it was then, still vector art looking it was it was sort of still not right yeah yeah it's, yeah well it, I remember when we looked at it when we saw it we were like oh wow oh, it's amazing good. yeah and then it went through a few iterations and now it's like. Oh, oh my wow. gosh! Yeah, yeah we're kind of in like love with really it. Good. So I don't and, know. And then, and then we I always was thought it would be like, oh, one logo. But then she delivered and all different. Explained. She's like hats and Fender logos like and like stickers and, and tattoos and everything. For every incredible. Thing. Yeah, yeah. In so, different colors. Yeah. And, so yeah. now I'm getting completely distracted by yeah. these websites where you can like custom put your logo on stuff. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I need yeah. to focus. I need to not spend like, my time doing yeah. that. Thinking of like having a <laughs> t-shirts yeah, with the logo, crazy. but it's suddenly like I it don't makes know. it real. Yeah, it, and it feels good. Like it feels like oh yeah, yeah. that's our book. Yeah, forget that we don't have our our, our last will and testament notarized, yeah, yeah, but we have yeah. a good we stickers. A, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anything else that you think you want to reflect on? I mean, I didn't do a podcast this past week. I just with everything going on, I just didn't feel I was not motivated to talk about boat stuff mm-hmm. um some of the you know the um protesters and um yeah lots going on lots going on in in the u.s um i mean yeah and and that's maybe and something by the also. way just to clarify not the protesters but the the topic um i'm just you know it's really sad to see something like this happen it, and, it is yeah it is and and yeah anyway and, so i wasn't in the mood and um but i i'm hopeful uh, things will get better, and anyway, I, I well, feel- something change will happen. Yeah. That's 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 always how change happens, unfortunately, yeah. and and hopefully, yeah, that's that's that true change will happen. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, that's why I didn't do one last week, but now I feel like we are um, we have a plan. We've been working on some stuff. We have a date. We have airplane tickets. We have our marriage license. Mm-hmm. Although we have to get it translated. Well, they didn't say you have to translate it, but it's kind of one of those you mm-hmm. come to that agent and it'll be like, huh. How, how will he read it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so th- like, there's okay. still some parts. I bet, you know, you left in such a hurry. You left all the luggage in France because I was worried yeah. you were even going to have time to check it well, in. Well, yeah. It, it, I needed so, just like a carry-on. Yeah. So, so we so, have to actually, ironically, we have to go buy luggage yeah yeah so. and then we'll have like uh, when we come back in november oh so yeah that's we'll also a plan yeah then we'll have lucky two sets those, of luggage those suitcases like they fit into each other Yeah, like so a russian doll the, yeah the plan was to bring them back but they only came back with yeah. a small one so. so yeah the packing will ensue so mm-hmm. i mean we're we're getting down here so what three weeks now uh, Seems like it. Yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, so, anything the days. else keeping you up? Any anything? Any no, I feel you know it's nothing in France is happening as I'd like it to happen. Obviously, like how you know, but I feel still things are moving forward, and so 
the handover was supposed to be this week. I uh, for sure it'll well, be. Well, it's supposed next to be the week, week before last and the week before yeah, that. Yeah, there was always delays, and then that means also other third-party companies cannot intervene on the boat. Like because, right, so yeah. we still need our flexitique and our tent. The yeah. tent, so, you know, so there is all these dependencies, and the date gets pushed. So there is still some time to get everything done, but you know, so it's part of. You know, reality. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to go through this route, then just you'd better be ready. So, are you excited? Well, maybe one thing that I want to mention because when we when we started this process, should we buy used boat? Should we buy a new boat? You know, should we buy the new boat in France? Should we get delivered in the U.S.? And so we went we went through different scenarios. One argument of getting it in France was, well, I'm French. That should be easy. I can speak French. I know the culture, even though I lived. Half yeah. of my life here, and and I must say it's you it's know still it's, hard. It's yeah. like anything you will manage like thousand miles away with a different time zone, and for in, in boat industry that is you know a small industry and and uh, coming out of a shutdown and supply yeah. chain issues. So I must say one one asset that I thought we had of like getting the boat in France and it's still an asset, but it's been challenging regardless. Yeah. And I would say <laughs> to think about this, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, twice. I think we thought it was going to be a lot easier than it yeah. is. And I thought, yeah, we had the, the French going for us, but looking back now, I can see there would have been benefits too, to buy the boat in the U.S. Yeah. Have. Also, I mean, if we were on the East Coast, yeah. it would be easier. We're That's the West true. Coast, so yeah. if, you know, get it delivered all the way all to the way. here. There's the cost, and then they're starting the cruising season from here. I don't know. I mean, so that's a good reflection. Yeah. Yeah. So, are you excited though? Are you getting excited? Um, because you seem kind of smiley more lately. Or um, joyful, maybe. But I think in my mind, um, it's still difficult to get too excited because there is like a punch list and and maybe because there is always going to be a punch list that you just have to <laughs> to just forget about it but I feel right now we're trying to get a lot of stuff done before leaving there is the unknown about can we get in or not and then we'll do the self quarantine then we'll have to do a shakedown I think I'll truly be excited when we have a window to leave our When shell. we're through customs, that's when I'll be excited. Well, yeah, yeah. That would be like, you know, a relief <laughs> okay. because like, okay. Yeah. But I think I'm going to feel like, okay, we're. that's, I think, the way I'm going to start to really like switch when mm-hmm. we, I feel the body's ready. I feel we've done the shakedown and stuff has been, you know, fixed. And uh, and now we're like pl- doing a passage to maybe like La Rochelle to Gibraltar or something. Mm-hmm. And now we have like a, a long way to go. Mm-hmm. And, and now we're going to be sailing and be at night. And those things were like, that mm-hmm. makes me feel alive. Mm-hmm. And, but I think it's going to be until then. And I think, you know, maybe in some cases it should be like, oh, it should be more worries about, you know, <laughs> taking yeah. on the passage. But I think once we've done that and we really cast off, it'll be like kind of like, my races to Hawaii. You know, mm-hmm. you have stuff to do. You don't fully realize that you're like going on a crossing until day two or three. Yeah. No, no. Until until like you cross the starting line, right. and now like it sinks in, and now your your mode is like okay, move now the you're boat forward, yeah. and and I think you know your focus is there. And stuff mm-hmm. happens, then you deal with it. But you know now your mind mm-hmm. has to focus on mm-hmm. that as opposed to focusing on a 
punch list mm-hmm. and you know yeah and i think for me the thing that is that i've been observing and thinking about the last couple of weeks is you know you have this plan in your head like okay we're going to quit our jobs and we're going to get on the boat and you're going to go on the boat and mm-hmm. like this there's this hard stop you know like mm-hmm. there's this hard milestone yeah. and it's definitely not it's this easing into yeah. something at least for us you know i mean cuz we have our job things going on at different times and then it's a weird season and then mm-hmm. you know you can't it's cold in the med in winter so we're going to come back so it feels more like a trend uh, like going to come back to colder weather yeah, in the mountains. <laughs> it feels like more of a easy, easy, easier transition than a hard stop and a mm-hmm. changeover, you know. Yeah. And so I I actually appreciate that. I think it's been helpful. And even being up here, and you can probably hear the wind in the background. That's a background noise. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been really windy up here. Um, but up here even, you know, you get it kind of a feeling for just being in nature. And mm-hmm. so that sense it's been a little transition too. Mm-hmm. you know, sort of, you, you say sometimes, wow, this is kind of like it's going to be when we're on the boat, you know? Yeah, yeah, because you, you we are really on the ridge of a mountain. And so you see the weather moving or changing around you're constantly you. looking at the weather yeah it's definitely There's, it gets yeah. windy when it gets really windy but even just going on ha- hikes and being close well, we to, have the yeah. deck here so the beach it, yeah it, so it kind of feels like a little bit of like catamaran on on land we feel the 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 weather we you know it's it's yeah, interesting it's, it's a little bit like yeah. sometimes i can feel like oh yeah that's going to be like this you know Okay, well, you know, the countdown begins. Just well, a few weeks we'll left. We'll have to so. reset our current countdown, I guess. Do we wait it for it to expire to zero and then reset it I to don't know. June You June can figure 29th. that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. We'll keep everybody posted as our countdown clock counts down the next three weeks and all of the things we're doing to get ready to leave the country. And please, everybody, cross your fingers. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, like, or share with another covert castaway. Fair winds for now. Fair winds for now.